factors, including in the last issue of the horizons, that that argue that this war is actually just a prelude, is just an entry uh, into a much bigger and much fiercer, much more consequential competition of our times, which is the competition between the United States and China. Uh, and as a matter of fact, uh, one of the, um, in my opinion, most knowledgeable Westerners about China, which is uh, former uh, Prime Minister of Australia, Kevin Rudd, also one of the frequent visitors uh, of the CIRSD and a contributor to Horizons, wrote a fascinating piece in this, in this issue, uh, laying out 10 different scenarios for the future of the United States-China relationship. And quite scaringly, I must say, eight out of those 10 scenarios envisage a war between the United States and China in our lifetime, which is possibly even more dangerous and even more consequential than the proxy war that uh, uh, we have been talking about uh, so far in this conversation. So, Jeff, what is your view on the future of the U.S.-China relationship? Do you think that this discoupling is uh, inevitable, that this trend cannot be reversed in, and what's currently after the, the big COVID drama that brought another you know, dimension uh, into, into this whole situation. Where do you think that the U.S.-China relationship is currently going? I'll start with, uh, again, the same data that I mentioned earlier, but for the U.S. and China. If you measure output in China and the U.S. at what's called international prices, a common set of prices, or what's called purchasing adjusted prices, the Chinese economy is bigger than the U.S. economy. China is currently about 18% of world output, and the U.S. is about 15.5% of world output. This is a fundamental change from 40 years ago. In 1980, the U.S. was about 21% of world output, and China was about 2.5% of world output. Between 1980 and 2020, China grew at a rate of nearly 10% per year. When you have economic growth at 10% per year, it means your economy doubles in size every seven years. So in 35 years, it doubles five times, or two times two times two times two times two. 32-time increase. And that's basically what happened with China. Why, by the way? Because China started incredibly poor, and it caught up to a significant extent. When you're poor, there's lots of headroom. Electrification, education, building roads, building rail, and that's what China did extremely effectively for 40 years excellent economic management for 40 years. And now, they didn't close the gap in living standards because the living standards by this measure that I keep referring to puts China at about 30% of the U.S. level. But since China's four times the population, it makes it a larger economy in total. Well, let me just give you the upshot of this 
This is freaking out American policymakers. It's what a psychologist or a psychiatrist would call a neurotic reaction. Because no one gave China the permission to be bigger than the United States. And that wasn't supposed to happen. In 1992, the U.S. achieved unipolar status, the sole superpower. And that was supposed to last for many decades. And lo and behold, 30 years later, it ended. And the American reaction is, we are so smart, we are so good, we are so effective, that China must really have cheated at every moment. And they really must be our enemy also. This is extremely dangerous. It's either us or them at the top of the world. And only a U.S.-led world is a safe world. Otherwise, we're all going to be destroyed by China. It is, in my view, a fantasy misunderstanding. I'll start again with the basic proposition. China's living standards are about a third of the U.S. China has decades of economic development to make. China faces major challenges. Population is now starting to decline quite significantly. China will probably be under 1 billion people by the end of this century, possibly 800 million, according to the U.N., forecasts, which are mechanical, but still showing how significant. China will age very rapidly. There are many, many challenges. China's not out to take over the world. But the U.S. whole vision is U.S. is the world leader. It's the self-image. It's what I'm afraid is taught at the Kennedy School of Government often. Isn't that right? Yeah, it was. It was, it was something it was, like that. It was in a different. You don't have to believe what's context. taught, but it is something that's taught. I, I actually did believe a lot of things that I was taught <laughs> at Harvard Kennedy School, and this is one of the reasons why Jeff and I remain so close uh, up to this day. But, but the atmosphere uh, was different back uh, at a school. Uh, it was easier to disagree. It was. It was a different uh, era. Uh, I really. I enjoyed my time at a very liberal and open institution that was Harvard at the time. Um, I did give a lecture last year at Harvard, and uh, although it wasn't really about the war in Ukraine, I was I was asked questions by the audience, by the by the kids in the audience, and um, I was very diplomatic. I, I wasn't I wasn't like Jeff at all. Uh, tonight, Jeff was very, they, very they open. They probably wouldn't invite me there. So. Uh, yeah, with, <laughs> I mean, later on, I remember uh, we went for a, we went for a lunch. Uh, the professor and I. I'm not going to name who the professor was, but uh, she. Well, she. Uh, <laughs> she. Uh, that's a disguise. That's, that's it's deep a little cover. bit of a disguise. <laughs> she actually, we sat in Harvard Square, and she was whispering at me, saying. Oh, you should not have said what you said. Are you oh could. my word! And, and I said, like, I mean, I, I wasn't. I, would, I did not want to make a comment on that. But, but whispering in a restaurant at Harvard Square, like, 
whispering, uh, I could imagine whispering, you know, in a place like Belgrade or maybe a place like Moscow, whispering so they do not overhear what you say. But whispering at Harvard Square was something that really struck me, uh, that there was a, an era of change in comparison to, to the time when I was at Harvard. 